Hey guys, thanks for waking up with us for another episode of Our Not So Simple Life podcast. Today, the drink on the menu for Delaney and I is I had an iced maple oat latte. And I had an iced brown sugar cinnamon latte. And we also have a guest here with us. Surprise! It's Zachary Scott. Our former co-host with us is back on the podcast to tell his story, but we're going to get into the intro. What did you have? A caramel. Iced caramel latte. Iced caramel latte, baby. From Java Earth. And it was really good. Yeah, it was super good. Um, It's from Java Earth Coffee in North Pacific Beach. They have one in La Jolla as well. And guys, I loved the vibe of this. It was very nostalgic for me because it seemed a very Long Island to me. Mm-hmm. It was very beachy. Very East Coast. Very East Coast. Like very, just like that nice sandalwood. And it just made you, when you walked in there, you just thought you were just like at the beach, which is right by the beach. So it's really nice. I think but. if I were to think, like I've never been to New York, but that is the type of vibe I feel like New York had. So like by the water. Yeah, it just... Also, we've been having cloudy weather, so let's be real. (laughs) It feels like then it feels like Long Island. It does feel very East Coast. It was a little gloomy today, but I feel like that coffee shop definitely like lifted our spirits a bit. It was nice and bright in there, the artwork and everything, and it was like it was a little house too. That was also cute, like little stairs to get up into it. And the barista was so nice; she was so awesome. I would say for ratings wise. Nine. I would say nine. I think nine out of ten. I think that's unanimous. Nine out of ten for Java Earth Coffee in PV in San Diego. Go check it out. Go check it out. But today we got a great episode for you guys. So we are going to hear all about Zachary Scott's story now. So let's get into it. All right, guys, please welcome to the show, Zachary Scott. Hello. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. We're just doing a little update, as Zach likes to call it, because it's been over two years since you've been on the show. It's been two years? It's been over two years. Literally, like, fall of 2021. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, no, but basically... There's a lot that's happened. Too much. too much, but we're going to just get into it because you are a... Licensed cosmetologist. Licensed cosmetologist, but we're going to start... In California. San Diego, California. But we're going to just start from the beginning. How did I get here? Well, you started... <laughs> oh my god! You started at Bella's Academy. <laughs> so Bella's Academy 2021, right guys? It was not what I thought. Um, it's in a little town called El Cajon. Mm. <laughs> well, how's El Cajon? Describe the vibe. Meth, oh. <laughs> desert, homeless. So not the vibe. Think Fresno, but like closer to San Diego. So like there are some good people there. But it wasn't a good vibe and it wasn't cute. Was not San Diego at all. And the school itself uh, lacked education. It was extremely unprofessional. Like it was bad. So long story short, I dropped out. <laughs> mm, I mean, what? So, but what did you learn while you were there, though? Like, what? That was so your first my best. Time. I got a best friend out of there, and okay. it was my first beauty school experience. Uh, so, me and my friend Jess, you guys know Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, we would put 
uh, like videos of Brad Mondo doing balayage, and we would just sit there with our doll heads. And Brad Mondo honestly would teach us. They would let us do that. They gave us like an iPad. Um, but it was around COVID time. So think 2021, like around that time, they were still shutting us down. Like, let's say you test positive. The whole school shuts down for a week. Mm-hmm. So we got shut down. My uh, graduation date just kept getting pushed back more and more. So I dropped out. And while I was uh, attending Bell's Academy, I was also kind of like already getting this idea that uh, this is a failing <laughs> educational system and I need to learn this crap now or else I'm going to spend the next year like doing the same thing that I already signed up to do. So I was assisting illegally, (laughs) illegally assisting at this really nice salon um, in Normal Heights with this blonding specialist. And she taught me how to do all the quick foil. And then from there, obviously, when you're in the industry, you meet people, you network. Um, I learned how to do extensions, invisible beaded row, tape-ins, eye tips, all these fun things, which was really great. But... So where did your love for hair begin, though? Like, if you can go back to, like, your childhood, high school. Oh, we're going back even more. Like, I mean, what made you fall in love with doing hair? So I was scared. I was scared to do hair. My whole life, my grandma always told me. She was like, you should be a hairstylist. And I was like, ugh, they're poor. Like, you make no money as a hairstylist. But um, when I was little, I used to always do my sister's hair. Delaney, remember high school? Yeah. I was doing all the bitches' hair. Yeah. Everybody. I would, Let's just say the biggest thing is Zach's right just you you learn and you do better by it next time. Yes, I learned. Because every I'm a student. has had their really bad oh, mess up. For and, sure. I dyed Delaney's hair freaking platinum piss yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Delaney's mama, I am so sorry. How old were we? I think we need to we elaborate were, on that. We yeah. were like, uh, I would probably like freshmen. We were freshmen in high school. freshman or sophomore year. And I just got this box of bleach and just put it in Delaney's hair. But you know what? It was, it was, I think it was meant for a reason though because obviously I had to go, I literally went to the salon to my girl Jamie the next day because that's always been my hairstylist. Yeah, I remember her. And um, she fixed it up for me but it was that was the first time I actually started my hair blonde. Mm-hmm. It looks like, really good when she fixed you. So yeah, of course. Yeah, she definitely she she's amazing. Yeah. But I would have never tried blonde ever because like I just never thought I could ever pull it off. And the way that she fits it, I mean, like I'm I wasn't like platinum blonde or anything. Like it was like. Highlights. It was. I mean, well, like what I it, did. Well, what he did was orange, but she put a lot of highlights and stuff in it. She so. made it dimensional. She made it cool toned. But everybody, all those loved loud it. screaming colors were toned down, and everyone did love it. Everybody loved it, and, and I, I stayed that blonde for like a few years. Like yeah. the only person that doesn't necessarily like. The lighter blonde is my mom because my mom likes my natural oh, hair so color. Funny. But oh, your mom is always gonna love your natural hair color. Yeah. Like they're always gonna say that that's the best on you. But everybody else loved the blonde, mm-hmm. and I have gone like bet- back and forth, like in between, like ever since, like until yeah. now. Yeah. So I think 
it was almost kind of like a, a blessing in disguise. Like, uh-huh. it was a fuck up, but we got it fixed. No, and that was like It was like a potential that I didn't know that and was... That's where that's where my love for this hair really comes from is just like the transitions from it and then the learning. You know, I am a student of life and I'm just here to experience things and I take everything with a grain of salt, of course. And there was so many like learning experiences that I've had in just the year 2021. So come 2022, so that's where my love came from, right? Mm-hmm. Delaney and I kind of just like gave you that inside scoop. I love that Lainey let you do that, first of all. I know. Her <laughs> mom was even surprised. Well, when I was young, like I didn't care. I was like, yeah, I'm like, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, kind I, of thing. I was like, okay. the, I, it was called Zach's Ratchet Salon. I mean, Jamie did tell me to never let him touch my hair again. And, uh, oop! But <laughs> he's licensed now, so I feel like it's okay. It's okay. Right, so let's continue <laughs> on that journey then so Bella's Academy wasn't it wasn't we found it a new school that Paul was Mitchell okay Paul Mitchell so I gave myself a little winter break um and then I joined in March Paul Mitchell on 2022 from there I stopped assisting from that blonding specialist girl I even got like a bar job at Sam Bar it was so fun I was busy 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 because I was a full time student um, from Paul Mitchell, there were so many cons. First of all, I got culture. And that's the number one thing I think, you know, you can learn how to do anything online, but it's culture that this school is giving. That's what you're paying your money to go for. So I always recommend Paul Mitchell to anybody that wants to go to beauty school. The student life is absolutely amazing. And I made a lot of friends. Um, and it was also downtown. Let's Dude, talk about the, in- I the vibe. Yeah, the vibe. In downtown San Diego, first of all, and Paul Mitchell downtown San Diego is the number one blonding school in the United States. That's good. Isn't See, that like- insane? I was only doing highlights every day. So <laughs> I I literally had my vibe. Like That was my vibe. I was meeting people. Um, there's so many girls that I did their hair and met them at Paul Mitchell that are still my clients today. And I like know like everything about their life. Um, and it's so cool too, because like being in downtown San Diego, it's like you have the Harbor right there. You have Portside Pier. So after you do your girl's hair, you can just walk around the city, go by the water, take fun videos. So that's when I started to really grow my Instagram page. And that's when I gained all my, all my clientele was going to Paul Mitchell. It's just like an inspiring environment to be in. And yeah. You're experiencing the culture versus an area that you were in before that it wasn't it wasn't good. It, Absolutely. It's, it was energy. It was sucking the energy from you versus like downtown being by the water. It all was that kind feeding of stuff. me almost. Right. Like I would wake up, I would have my whole routine in order, and I would even be working, and I still had energy at the end of the day. But one thing that I think has set you aside from so many of the other people is your love for doing content and your abilities to create fun videos that not only can you do the hair can you do the blonding service can you do the extensions but you can match it with a very appealing and aesthetically pleasing video so how is content creating for you content creating for me has always been my forte it's always been a service that i've been able to kind of like offer other hairstylists and they taught me how to do what they were doing so that's how i learned how to do everything so with hair i kind of feel like i had like a leg up compared to everyone else that went to the school there 
because I had experience within the industry and I have experience with filmography in general, so I know how to tell a story with no music, words, or nothing. Mm-hmm. Just by simply chopping up a few videos, you know what's going on because I understand that formation. Well, it's crazy because, I mean, no, it sounds cliche, but like it really does say that like everything happens for a reason because literally like high school to like, you know, throughout to your life now, you've it been all doing makes sense. YouTube and you've been doing content creating, like not with hair, but with other things and like yeah. edit, practicing editing videos. So now without you even knowing all of that prior experience, all of assisted it, you in your career right now. If I had a resume of everything that I did in my life, it would make sense. You would look at it and be like, holy crap, it led you to here and now it's all serving you. And it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and at Paul Mitchell, I really thrived. But, you know, after I graduated, there was some drama. There was okay. drama. Spill the tea. All right, long story short, I worked for this for this girl. She was cool, but she just was opening up a salon. And I have experience opening up a salon. Like, I helped my sister open up her salon in Chicago. I helped her do the social media and everything like that. Long story short, she won't it. She won't it. So we quit uh, right before my wedding, but Paul Mitchell was withholding my license. Okay. Oh. So Why? How? They were they were not letting me take the test. After I have like applied to take the test and everything, they were contacting skateboard saying that I was working for a salon, like doing hair, which I wasn't doing hair. No. I was just handing the bitch foils. Right, you were and, ass- an assistant and which is how filming you everything for her salon and creating all the marketing shit. Like, I literally wasn't doing anything hair-related. I mean, I was playing with a doll head, but they thought I was working for her. The tea, I'm going to call her out. Johnny at Paul Mitchell was, um, (laughs) she was the one that told a bunch of students during a class that uh, if you are working illegally, that she's going to call state board and, like, withhold it. So I didn't get licensed until like several months after I graduated. And I know girls that get their license like three weeks after they graduate. Um, and then there's this thing called final phase. So it's like right before you graduate, you, have, you, get, you, you do final phase. And that, most of my classmates did about 15 to 20 of these final phase classes. I got three because I was a transfer student from Ballas Academy. Mm. So I still graduated, I still passed, but that one incident with that teacher withholding my license, that's my only con. And um, yeah, that's, that's well, really it. I think that also I don't want to gloss over the fact that you actually got a really big opportunity to interview with someone in LA, like a very big influencer. Oh my God, yeah. And that was a huge, it was almost like that validation I feel like you needed at the time. Even though it didn't end up working out, I think that it served its purpose yeah. because you I would have been on tour right now. Well, exactly. So it's like you're. <laughs> I think at the, at the time you weren't even you were done with school, but you hadn't quite gotten your license yet, yeah. and so you had already gotten like an opportunity yeah. from someone. I that's one of, like one of the biggest like hairstylist in LA. Yeah. So yeah. her name is Larissa Love. She it has a really cute boutique in uh, Studio City, Los Angeles, and she does, like, a lot of uh, movie people, a lot of social media people. Um, But Joyco is uh, the brand that um, sponsors her, and they just recently did a tour, and I was hired to, like, 
help her and like be a, her assistant and get to experience that. But you know, LA's trash. And LA's a lot. It would have been a big move from San Diego yeah, and ultimately was not aligning for was me. Was not aligning, but yeah. just that validation of like, okay, like if I was in your shoes, like, okay, like I just graduated, I have to take my test, but I'm already getting a huge opportunity, not even like having a license yet and already getting a big opportunity such as this to work with such a huge person in the industry. It was kind of like that extra push you needed of like, I can do this, like, this is what I meant to do. It was almost, like, like validation in, like, from that experience. Like, people that are this big, like, see the potential in you. Uh-huh. Like, you're, like, I, they see the it value in me. It definitely felt great. It felt and good. It was like, just, like, wrong timing, essentially. Exactly. Like, that, I think what I would have gained out of that experience if I was you is that, like, I'm worth it to these people like I'm good enough to be you know on this level because sometimes you don't feel worthy of being up there definitely didn't feel like a beauty school dropout (laughs) (laughs) but but she wanted she really wanted you like she was like I'm ready to hire you but she wanted you to be up and move down there in like less than two weeks and that just wasn't realistic like in your in your life at that moment so it's like it's moments like that it was just like wrong timing but it was validation yeah. and it's like you know that moving forward you're and you're even better than when like Why in the hair that yeah. you were then so it's like you're gonna keep probably getting these well, opportunities yeah, no, as time absolutely. goes on you know i mean like i said you know 2022 was definitely the year of building 2022 i graduated beauty school I got married, I moved into my own apartment, so, like, it really felt like the year of, like, laying the concrete and, like, getting the poles ready and we're about to build a massive building. Like, that's what it feels like. You have to build the foundation, you can't just, like, dive in Exactly. because then a lot of things, I mean, you can in a sense, but... There's always an element of certain planning that needs to go into something in order for it to be successful. You know, you can't just be like, okay, I'm doing this and just be all like that. But you have to lay the foundation. Right. Like you said, just like building up a skyscraper. Yeah. And, you you know, know, my 2023, which is been the craziest year of my entire life, I will say. (laughs) Um... We're almost halfway through it. I can't believe yeah. it. I cannot believe it. It's going by so fast, but so much has happened. Um, but my main thing about 2023 is just letting things happen organically. I don't chase, I attract. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. That's just been like the vibe right now. So much is going on. Um, don't want to get... Maybe we'll do another podcast episode but I was attacked by a homeless person. And well, the, let's yeah. talk beginning about Beginning of that year, of this 2023, I was in a cast, a broken hand, stitches in my arm. I don't want to get into too much depth, but long story short, my dog scared a homeless person and he attacked me. And then while I was like bedridden, that's when I was going through all this drama with the school and I was trying to study for the test and I failed it twice. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was but third time's the charm, just, though. But that just, like, shows right there, of, like, even if you don't 
succeed the first time, even the second time. Like if it's if you know that it's meant for you, you can't give up. Yes. Because success doesn't come easy. That's the thing is like you don't just succeed overnight. Yes. You have to put in the work. You have to And we're putting in work. We're putting in the work, exactly with anything that you start. You know, a lot of people give up on their dreams because they try something and it doesn't reach the numbers that they want it you know, like within the first month or within the first year. And then they're like, well, it's not for me. I'm just going to give up. But when you know you're meant to do something in life, when you have a calling, then you know that you have to keep going for it. And if I could just say, like, I've tried many things in the past. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast or know me personally, you would know. Um, If you are just excited and you do work and you don't feel like drained or you don't have anxiety like that is what you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. like things work out things good things come from like good feelings so just think about that when you're working I think a lot of people like think too I mean I'm sure every human being on this earth has at one point or another thought what is my purpose like why am I here but I thought that since I was a child right I mean that's the thing is like and then you really start to sit there and ponder with it like okay why am I truly here what am I meant to do what am I supposed to add to this world and then gradually through life you figure it out but can I say my purpose isn't to do hair my purpose is to create confidence my purpose is to raise the frequency of people's energy create happy things on this earth and just create a happy environment you Mm -hmm. know i'm here to raise good vibrations and project good energy that is literally all i'm focused on so how do you get out of like a bad headspace like if you wake up and you don't feel as confident that day but you have like a busy day ahead. so i will admit i have a capricorn moon (laughs) so i'm self-aware i'm constantly like let's say i'm like sitting there and i look in the mirror I'm instantly going to try to compliment myself first. And if I'm thinking bad thoughts, then that's when I stop myself right then and there. Like, if you're having these bad thoughts, you need to literally, like, meditate. Stop. Say no. Talk to yourself like you're a freaking child. You are a seven-year-old little boy or girl inside this adult human body. Your spirit is young. You are a child. You should be nurturing yourself. So just take care of yourself and treat yourself like a child. Mm-hmm. But act like a freaking adult. Yeah, I, I've been trying to do that more because, like I said, I, I think I've talked about it in the podcast, but I, I've got a gratitude journal. That's what you need to really do. And that really helps. Like, or even that's why people write things on their mirror. I write I my journal in third okay, person. I was like, Zachary Scott had the most beautiful, wonderful day. He did a podcast with Delaney and Eric and talked about his experience. And while doing this podcast, he had time to reflect and be so proud of himself. And you know what I mean? Just talking about yourself in third person, replacing that that, uh, conscious thought process that you're having, you know, that Mm -hmm. we have in the back of our mind. Like, rewiring that into being um, a more positive energy rather than that negative energy that you were just talking about like how do you get out of that negative hit headspace that's exactly how you do it you glorify your life well and you in the short amount of time that you've been licensed you've already been able to build up a very strong clientele i'm busy which is really good and honestly (laughs) amazing for like you've only been licensed for like i think two months or something but you have all these girls that are like you know messaging you constantly being like hey like i'd love 
you know, to get into contact with you. I'd love for you to do my hair. What do you love most about doing these girls' extensions? Um, what do I love most about doing it is just, like, I like meeting people. I like sharing um, conversations with like-minded people, and that's really what my clientele is, you know? Um, everybody in your life is a reflection of you, and I see that so clearly, especially in this profession. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I think it also is like, I think you like giving people confidence. Yes. Because when I you do love, someone's I'm here for hair, the transition, I mean, it come, that's with content too. Right. When you do someone's hair and then they love it and they're like, oh my gosh, and they're like feeling all confident. And, and they love like, it every time. <laughs> right. There we go. Period. But, and then, I mean. And then com- on top of it, I feel like you create even more confidence by doing your reels and stuff on your Instagram. Yes. Because as soon as you're done with these girls' hairs, you're like, I need to film content. I want you in this reel for, you know, the aftermath of my work. Which everyone's always down. And they always get, I'm sure they get excited. Because, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of these girls that you do hair for are, like, influencers, basically. So they, they get real hype. They get real excited. But you give them that confidence yeah. from doing their hair and just, like, hyping them up. Because, you know, you're just kind of, like, a loud, like, yeah. little butterfly. I'm so loud. <laughs> little butterfly. So, so, like, they just... They love that you you hype them up and stuff, yes. and that's you liking to create the confidence. Yes. Well, know? that's like I think we all kind of have that in confident in in common. We love like being people's hype men. Yeah, you know, yeah. like doing photo shoots for people and making them feel good about themselves. Like expressing and showing beauty in everybody. I think that that's like one thing that you've been preaching for a while now is yeah. like bringing out your inner beauty, like of everybody. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's in, it's internal beauty. And hair builds confidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So what is one dream or goal that you have and how do you plan on achieving it? Oh my gosh. So like I said before, right now I'm just like letting things unfold, happen organically. I don't chase, I attract, like, because it's really busy out here. So can I be honest, my goals right now are just to travel. I want to see what's outside of the U.S. I want to go to Mexico. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to start doing things with, like, my hair brand. Because in 2023, that's one thing that I'm establishing is Astro Hair, my hair brand. Okay, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Exclusive. Um, The LLC (laughs) was just formed. We Mm -hmm. are getting insurance. We're getting accounts together. We're getting the store built on Shopify. So everything's just, it's a seed. It was planted last spring, and there's this gorgeous plant i'm just excited to see the flowers bloom for it and i and i and i just want to take this plant to hawaii right Mm -hmm. and take pictures of it and film it on the beach like that's just what i want to do i want to travel i want to yeah yeah, i want to build and travel and i want to do things not normal right so hairstylists work and live in a salon like i don't want to do that i want to live on a plane Right, well, that's what makes you different is you don't want to work in the salon. And I like, think yes. your, your style of doing hair is different. Yeah, so that's my that's my goal is to really build that, what is a word for that? Um, that, that like, Empire, aesthetic. Like, yeah, aesthetic. That, like, no, not aesthetic. It's when you do something, but, like, it's, it's a job and other community people do it in a community. It's, I feel like that's almost like building a brand. Yeah, it's a, but a job. I'm, yeah, 
Like, I get what you're trying to say. Gosh, I'm so bad at English. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, like, brings us back to, like, when you were younger and, like, you had, like, we all just were, like, trying to find our purpose being mm-hmm. that young. Mm-hmm. It's, like... I want to inspire people. But I think that's something that we all have in common because when you're young, you think of just, like, the normal things that, like, mom and dad do. Like, I want to, you know, be, like, a doctor. I want to do, like, I want to be a lawyer. But with us, I feel like that's what sets us apart from everybody else because we all had really, really big dreams Mm -hmm. that we were told are too big. Oh, I just got chills. And it's, like... Look where we are now. Yeah. So it's we're sitting in San Diego, California, insane. like three little Midwesterners. <laughs> <laughs> Filming you know? in a beautiful room with floor to ceiling windows. And yeah. These, looking at the Lafayette Hotel. I'm dead. <laughs> it's like, just what? it's just amazing how life works that way. Like you attract what you want and like we all have a love for entertainment. That's what we we do. We love storytelling. We love that kind of vibe. We love everything. And you're doing an aspect of that. Yeah. With doing people's hair and like, you know, wanting to do these fun photo shoots and everything, building a hair brand and like being a house call stylist. Like that's mm-hmm. so unique and so different. It's like you go to people's houses yeah. and do their hair or they come to your house. So I guess a word I'm trying to that word I would I wanna create a genre of hairstylists and I want to I want to represent the new generation of what this industry can be yeah yeah I love that I think that that's amazing (laughs) I think that like you're doing big things especially since you've been on the podcast last versus where we were yeah I've actually been busy so you're welcome (laughs) yeah for that story time yeah great (laughs) literally three years ago when we started this podcast together all moving in different directions and evolving as people but all still coming back together and not forgetting our roots like for not forgetting where you come from and where you you know where you were and we've come a long way. <laughs> but there's a long way to go. You know, it's like it's yeah. like that like marathon. It's and almost you just keep like going. Keep it's like along. almost the beginning of the journey, even though it's already a, like we've already been on the journey, but it almost feels like it's just like the beginning. It's the beginning. That's why they always say, like, never give up on your dreams. Like if you work hard enough, like it will come true in some way or another yeah you know it was literally just like what i was talking about if you listen last week with megan like when we talked about her modeling career like she she never really thought she could do modeling but then when that opportunity comes you're like oh i wasn't expecting this this wasn't really on my radar of things that i thought that i was going to be doing in life but i love it it. but Mm -hmm. i love it and this is my new love this is my new passion so always be aware of those things that Come into your life unexpectedly. I'm like, even not... this podcast, If I wouldn't have expected oh, that never. me and Eric would ever be doing this podcast for, for three almost, whole almost three years. Almost three years, every single week, new episode. Yeah, and it, well, <laughs> you were a part of that journey, a part of starting the, the podcast. You were actually the one that thought of the podcast first. Yeah. And then Lainey and I are like, I don't know, we don't really like our voices. And then we just kind of did it. And then look at, you know, evolving. I love that. So I just... I just wanted to end off with some inspiration for people. Like, follow those dreams. Go for it. Take that leap of faith. And invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Exactly. Well, if anyone wants to follow you on Instagram and keep up with everything from, like, your hair brand, house call, the reels, everything, where can they follow you? You can follow me at Z-A-K-A-R-Y-S-C-O-T-T 
on Instagram, TikTok, Venmo, Cash App. And you can also check out the Astro Hair Shop on Shopify and shop all my favorite hair products as well as any hair extensions. And if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Yeah, if you want extensions and you're in San Diego area, you know who to contact now. Well, Zach, thank you so much for reconvening with us on the podcast here. And thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We really enjoyed talking with Zachary about his journey into becoming a hairstylist. And if you guys haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Pod. Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify. Give us those five stars and we'll see you next Tuesday for an all new episode.